welcome to Sister Sit Down episode 4. My name is Queen Rafi and this is my podcast Queen Rafi Space and basically Sister Sit Down is a segment of the podcast where I speak to amazing Muslim women who are breaking grounds and doing amazing things and somehow using their lives as an inspiration knowingly or unknowingly. Today I have with me Zainab Sarumi who is an amazing entrepreneur and also the founder and creative director of two different companies souls and shades as well as nima's honey thank you so much for joining me zainab thank you so much for having me yes i'm so grateful and i have to say we have done this before and somehow i lost the audio file and for you to even agree to be doing this again is i just have to say i'm very grateful and i'm thankful for that no problem it's my pleasure all right okay so um let's just dive into um the questions for the very first one i know that you run multiple businesses right here in nigeria not just nigeria lagos how has that been like for you okay so running multiple businesses isn't easy running one business itself isn't exactly like very easy but you know um you just have to do what you have to do, especially when you have a vision. So what pushes me really is my vision. Like I see where I want to be. I see where I, I kind of want my businesses to be. So that's one of the things that actually drives me. It's actually not very easy running two businesses where you actually have to manufacture and both because both, both, both businesses have to do with, um, um, with manufacturing. There isn't really any uh, buying and selling or retailing kind of businesses. They will have to do it, do it manufacturing from scratch. So running that, especially in Nigeria, and especially in Lagos, with the scarce resources sometimes and how you can't kind of predict, you know, some, some certain situations and all of that. It, it's very, very tricky sometimes. But then, like I said, I my, my vision and my goals keep driving me to actually do better and achieve what I want to achieve with my businesses. So, so far, my experience has been good. My businesses have both been, been, been thriving and have been growing. Those and Shades is three years old. That's me the three years old on Friday, the 17th of April. And wow, congratulations. And Souls yeah, and Shades is, is the company where you have, you make shoes. Yes. Amazing yes. shoes. I've always yes. admired them, but I never get money buy one shop. But yeah, they, they <laughs> always act up quality shoes that you make on Souls and Shades. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, so that is so far. It's been challenging, actually. It's, it's never really a bit of roses. It's challenging, but then... I just have to keep pushing because it's what I really want to do. It's what I enjoy doing. So, yeah. That's amazing. I think picking up from where you talked about, you know, it has been challenging. What would you say is like the biggest challenge for you? And I'm talking about challenges now being that, you know, you, I don't want to use the word rare, but peculiar in the sense that you are a young Muslim entrepreneur in Nigeria. Have you sort of had any unique experience because of, you know, being a Muslim or being a female running a business in Nigeria? Okay, um, to be honest, I I actually haven't experienced any, um, excuse me, challenges or problems with my gender and my religion and um, and actually running a multiple um, um, businesses. Um, so it actually hasn't been a challenge for me so far. Um, I'm sure there are people who have actually faced challenges or faced some obstacles regarding, you know, their gender and their religion coming into the way of them achieving their goals or something like that. But I actually haven't had that experience. Maybe it's because um, I feel I'm actually very confident enough to actually do nothing to do without any, you know, problems or feeling of a full situation. 
charity or something like that. But I do have some challenges based on, you know, just a few remarks and smears from other men or saying, oh, yeah, she's just a small girl. What does she know? She's just this, she's just that. But basically, that's just basic Nigerian, misogynistic mindset, really. But aside from that, it actually hasn't been a, you know, a challenge for me in trying to build my businesses into what I want them to become. So I I can't really say I've, I've actually experienced any kind of challenge in that aspect. No, I haven't. Okay, so I guess we can just summarize that your confidence is something that really makes you not see those challenges and you're just, even if when you get them, you're able to just as an overtake it as quickly as possible. Yeah, no? yeah. All right, that, that's, that's really good. All right, so let's dive a little bit into the talk of um, Islam a little bit, right? Um, despite being born a Muslim, did you have to go through any phase where you had to find Islam again? If yes, how did that happen? If no, how do you just keep up with your Iman? Because people say Iman goes up and down once in a while. Yeah, so um, one one major experience I actually had was when I was still much younger. I was in uni. I just got into uni, actually. I was in, I think, 100 level, 200 level. And for some reason, maybe because I thought, oh, yeah, I found, found a little bit of freedom. I could do whatever I like without my parents policing me and all of that. So my son and me, me, me wearing my hijab kind of suffered a little bit. And so did my, my level of iman. So, you know, that kind of suffered a bit with the way uni was. You know, everyone is trying to have fun, do things they like, experience new things. Yeah. And all of that. Yes. So, you know, that that was a time for me. It, it didn't actually take very long because by the time I got to a stage, I actually took, took a phone call from a friend of mine for me to actually, you know, think about it. Like, what exactly am I doing? What what exactly are you doing there? So, a friend of mine called me one day. My very good friend. We're friends since, like, forever. So, she called me from home, from her home. And then she was like, oh, Dinam, how are you? And they were just talking normally. And then she asked me, have you prayed? And I said, no, I haven't. She was like, why? And I was like, I don't know. I'll pray later. And then she was like, hmm, okay. Oh, just make sure you perform your salah. And I just felt this guilt. Like, why didn't I pray? Why Why am I not praying when I'm supposed to pray and at the right time? Like, why Why do I actually have to feel this way? So, I felt so guilty for not performing my salah, for allowing my salah to just to just be, to not be like a part of my life as it was. So, it was actually that phone call that, that made me make the conscious effort to want to perform my salah, like, every single time. There were days I would go, yeah, fine. I mean, just perform further. And then, like, that was just be the end. But then, you know, after that phone call, I sat down, I thought about it, I felt so much guilt, and I made a dua to Allah to guide me, to, 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 to give me strength to be able to perform my salah as consistently as, as possible. And since then, Alhamdulillah, it's been very, very easy for me. It, it took a while. It didn't just, just happen in one day, but it took a while. And my salah has really improved that from then. Was about about should I say six six seven years ago, so that was one thing I found really challenging about my iman then. And since since then, you know, I worked on it, and my salah has been so 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 much better. And Allah has made it very very easy for me. And okay. second aspect was yeah. yeah, go on. No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. And second aspect was the hijab part, like you know. Not that I wear a complete makeup or a complete hijab everywhere I go, but I hardly used to you know, wear my veil like I used to when I was at home. There's just this thing that happens when you get to uni 
and then you just become a whole, you know. But then it's you know, almost like you get a freedom and you want to experience what it's like. Experience it, yes, exactly. So by the time I got to my 300 level, you know, I just became, it just became so different. I would always, especially during Ramadan. My friend of Ramadan was what changed everything for me. I, I would always go about my 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 daily activities. With my it just started from my scarf, wearing my my normal scarf, and then and, and then afterwards I started wearing you know like a longer veil and all of that. I, I just wanted to make sure that I was covered and modest enough, and that really 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 helped. Especially during Ramadan in my uni then. So and. Alhamdulillah, Allah has actually made it very, very easy for me and he has guided me to become much better than I was then and that's, that's a good thing. I'm very, very happy about that that, that, that experience. It kind of, so that, that actually helped me to gain more knowledge, more, more experience and it also increased my iman. So that's one experience I know I can actually like you relate to and that's really yeah. good because yeah. you know most times people feel like even do, um, like if you're if you're born a muslim automatically these things are supposed to come easily to you but even yeah. when you're a muslim there are times where you go through that phase where you don't even know what you're doing and it takes you know like you said a friend or maybe ramadan yeah. to sort of jolt you back and bring you back to i'm so happy that you shared you know that part that particular story with us i'm sure it would probably inspire someone else to realize that you're not alone but when you get there you get there and you would all almighty allah would always help you out when you get there yes yes, yes. okay so um let's go to happy happy stuff right now what part of being a muslim makes you very excited what part of being a muslim makes you very excited yes um i would say um I can't really think of a major role right now because a lot of things about being a Muslim said. Maybe one of one which is, you know, when 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 you're a Muslim, Jannah is guaranteed for you as a Muslim, you know, and then my life actually so so merciful to forgive your shortcomings. I, I, I think as long as you ask for forgiveness and all of that. So one particular thing actually that makes me excited about being a Muslim is, should I say, Eid. I really love Eid. You know, Eid, Eid makes me happy being a Muslim. The, the, the time and the, the time I kind of get to spend with my family, you know, being together, the time to go for the Eid prayer, you know, wearing a new outfit, wearing your new abaya, your new hijab, taking pictures, you know, like just the way atmosphere there's just this 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 feeling of happiness it gives me about feeling Muslim. And you know the thing about Eid is when you go to the Eid grounds, you you cannot differentiate who is who is rich, who is poor, because everybody is excited and happy. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I I really feel you on that one. And yeah, you also talked about the forgiveness part. I think that really makes me excited, knowing that no matter how big of a sin it is that you think you have committed, just repenting sincerely would always give you Almighty Allah's forgiveness. Yes, yes, it would. It would. 
Okay, um, I am I'm so excited that you agreed to do this. But unfortunately, or for, no, yeah, unfortunately, because I enjoy talking to you. We're almost getting to the end of this. I know that there are lots of Muslim women out, out there who want to start their own businesses, and you know they don't exactly know where do I go, what what am I supposed to do next. Do you have like any? Add piece of advice that you would give to young Muslim women who want to start their own business. Okay, so my advice to young Muslim women who want to start their own business or businesses is: you being a Muslim shouldn't be a clause or shouldn't be something stopping you from starting your own business. As long as it is halal, like. You're not trying to do some form of, you know, gambling business or businesses that do with alcohol or things that um, that that's really haram in, in 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 the religion. So apart from that, but be, being a Muslim, being a Muslim woman should not stop you from achieving your goal. Should not stop you from 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 starting that business. Should not stop you from starting anything at all. So just make sure, okay, you know what you want to achieve. There's a business you want to start and, and you're passionate about it. Okay, fine, that's good. So just go ahead, do your research, ask questions, get your funding, get all the things you need and just start. And just start because you, you can't really say, oh yeah, it's because I'm a Muslim woman, that's what's stopping me because I may not make it. I may not. There's many Muslim female entrepreneurs I know that are doing excellently well at, an example is Vivi Yusuf. She's Malaysian. She runs a multi-billion dollar um, company with her husband, Fashion Valley and Doc, Doc, Doc Group. So it's like it's really not a, a, a hindrance or, or something like that. So you just have to just go ahead, just start, make, make your dua and then get your funding and just start your business. You, you definitely learn so much along the way. You may not start perfectly like, oh yeah, perfectly. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen like that because you you starting a business is actually a learning curve. You get to learn every step of the way. You get to improve every step of the way. Your business actually grows every step of the way. So you just 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 start. If anyone tells you that oh yeah, Muslim woman, what do you need to do that you wear hijab? It's not, it's not going to stop you from doing anything. And you should you should be even listen to, to to people who try to discourage you or downplay your intelligence because of what you have on your head or because of your religion so whatever you intend to do or you wish to start or you wish to to continue or you wish to grow just do it being a muslim shouldn't stop you it should actually even empower you that's my advice just start it thank you so so much zainab i felt like i was in a master class for business <laughs> for a minute there and yeah most people want to do stuff but they're thinking oh is this gonna clash with being muslim and i think i agree with you as as in as much as your business is not anything related to haram go ahead and do yeah. it just go ahead and yeah. do it ignore what every other person says do your research and you know all of the good things that you've already said thank you so much for being yeah and, most importantly sorry yeah. sorry i, I kind of let and one thing so most most importantly once you start your business leave leave leave, leave every single aspect to Allah actually because fine you can start a business but the most important thing is his barakas so just make your dua and pray for his barakas start your business start that thing you need to start and then pray for Allah's barakas in that business Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Zainab. I'm very, very grateful. You want to check out Zainab, you can always um, check her out on her Instagram at official Shona. I'm guessing that, that I'm correct, right? 
yes, yes. at official Shona. In case you want to ask her for business advice, though, be nice because I I once heard one I once saw her post one time where she was like somebody was asking her and was very very rude. So be nice if you want to ask her for business advice. All right, thank you yeah. so much for being such an amazing guest. Thank you so much. I thank hope you that so much for having me. yes, I hope that your businesses continue to thrive and Almighty Allah, you know, continue to put in baraka and blessings for you every single time. I mean, thank you so much for having me. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right.